and thank you for listening to today's episode of JTCast, the official podcast of the Journal of Athletic Training. I'm your host, Luke Donovan. This month, we'll discuss two articles over two short episodes from the recent issue of the Journal of Athletic Training. The first episode will discuss the prevalence of anterior knee pain in collegiate basketball players. For the second episode, we will discuss the relationship between performance on the automated landing air scorer system and the incidence of bone stress injury in military trainees. As a reminder, the article discussed today can be found on the JAT website, natajournals.org. And please remember that all content from JAT is open access to all readers, thanks to the funding from the National Athletic Trainers Association. The title of the first article is Prevalence and Pain Distribution of Anterior Knee Pain in Collegiate Basketball Players, authored by Miss Madeline Hannington and colleagues from La Trobe University, University of Calgary, St. Louis University, and the UKK Institute. Let's survey the scene. Basketball is a dynamic sport that requires constant running, jumping, and change in direction during participation. These demands subject the knee to particularly high loads, which could cause chronic injury to the knee, including patellar tendinopathies and the patellofemoral pain, or PFP. Presently, differential diagnosis of patellar tendinopathy and PFP can be challenging due to the limited standard diagnostic criteria. As such, consensus statements have recommended a combination of functional tests such as squatting, lunging, and jumping to assist with diagnosis. Unfortunately, many of these tests provoke pain across both patellar tendinopathy and PFP conditions. With this in mind, perhaps including pain location through pain mapping techniques may improve the diagnostic accuracy of these provocation tests. Being able to differentiate between chronic knee conditions may aid with developing better assessment rehabilitation strategies, as well as being able to understand the overall burden that these injuries cause patients. Therefore, the purposes of this study were to describe the prevalence and pain distribution of anterior knee pain in collegiate basketball players, and to report the prevalence of focal inferior pull pain using two outcome measures. Participants were 18 years of age and older and were currently playing basketball in the Canadian Inner University Sport League and the Alberta College Athletic Conference. Participants completed a demographic questionnaire that included questions about their participation in basketball and injury history. In addition, participants also completed the Oslo Sports Trauma Research Center knee and the Oslo Sports Trauma Research Center patellar tendinopathy questionnaires. After completing the questionnaires, the participants completed a single leg decline squat. Participants stood on a 25-degree board with their back against the wall. They squatted until either the point in which they perceived pain or until 90 degrees in the event that they had no pain. Participants reported a pain score using a numeric rating scale from 0 to 10 with 0 being no pain. Participants also reported the location of their pain using a predefined pain map of the knee area. There were nine locations that were dichotomized prior to the start of the study, either as focal or diffuse pain areas. Here are the results. 242 individuals participated from 19 teams, with 104 participants being male and 138 being female. 102 individuals, 63% of which were men, self-reported a history of patellar tendinopathy. The single squat provoked pain in 146 participants. A little more than 50% of those participants reported bilateral knee pain. Of participants with pain, the pain mapping showed a higher prevalence of diffuse anterior knee pain. Approximately 70% of the painful knees 
when compared to focal pain. Self-reported current knee pain using the Oslo Sports Trauma Research Center knee was described by 101 participants. As a reminder, participants completed the questionnaires prior to the single leg squat test. Specific to the prevalence of patellar tendinopathy, 10.3% of participants were classified as having the condition when using pain mapping. Specifically, the participant identified the inferior pull as the location of their pain. When using the Oslo Sports Trauma Research Center patellar tendinopathy questionnaire, the overall prevalence of the condition was 8.7% of participants. Regardless of the diagnostic method, both methods demonstrated a patellar tendinopathy prevalence that was significantly lower than what patients self-reported on the general health history form. In summary, the single leg squat test does provoke pain in almost half of elite basketball players included in the study. Most of the participants reported diffuse pain commonly associated with PFP, while less than 11% reported focal inferior pull pain or were characterized as having patellar tendinopathy based on the Oslo Sports Trauma Research Center patellar tendinopathy questionnaire. The finding of this study demonstrates the clinical utility of including pain mapping during provocation tests rather than pain alone. Future research studies should consider including pain mapping as part of the inclusion criteria to properly classify participants. Well, that's it for today's JT class. Please remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast, which is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Stitcher. You can find out more information about upcoming podcasts and other JAT events on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts at JAT underscore NATA. Thank you for listening and keep a lookout for our next JAT cast episode.